0: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba At participating McDonald's. It's harder than ever to find clothes that will stand the test of time. But if you're looking for pieces designed to last, you can't go wrong with American Giant. From hoodies and t-shirts to denim and more. They've got everything you need to build a wardrobe that you'll be proud of for years to come. Shop wardrobe essentials that last a lifetime at American Giant.com and use LT23 to get 20% off your first order. That's 20% off your first order, American Giant.com, code LT23. Lil Zach the DJ, I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. And I'd be like, Young Zach, tell me what it do. I Tune in, man. Right now. Do not move. to come outside.
1: Once again, nine alright you All right, y'all. We got the coldest. Yeah. <laughs> straight Texas vibes up this thing. Yeah. We got Zach, the DJ, with us. Off the porch.
0: Lil at the DJ.
1: Lil at the DJ. I'm be like, yes, mom, I'm here. <laughs> yes, mom, mom. It's about time, though. Like, we've been meaning to get your ass. Man, oh, was mom. I allowed to cuss right now? Okay, get your ass on the porch. We've been meaning to get you on the porch. I've
0: been trying to get on the porch. <laughs> I've been trying to get on the porch before the porch was here.
1: No, listen. Like, <laughs> You have been, like, the glue when it comes to, like, the Texas DJs. Like, you the one that got all the forefronts from all over, bringing everything back to Texas. Yep. We got to talk about it. So, starting off, you from Dallas.
0: Dallas made.
1: What part of Dallas are you from?
0: I'm originally from uh, mm-hmm. it's a, uh It's inside of Oak Cliff, yep. But I was raised, I was pretty much raised in, like, Cedar Hill. I graduated from Cedar Hill High School
1: hey i know about cedar hill yep. high school oh so you you know cedar hill they was in the boogie movement heavy like hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. The, like
0: if you know then you know
1: if you know bro i just want you as a dj i, I want through all the movements too like as a dj i want you to talk about the significance of the dallas boogie movement and how what you see today it's literally, like, the Dallas Boogie Movement. Yeah, like,
0: really the da- Dallas Boogie Movement is, like, the movement of dancing in the clubs. Like, they there nationwide. If I had to just, you know what I'm saying? So, shout out to everybody that came before my time. Like, from Mr. Hit That to the uh, Party Boys to Frankie, all of them, you know what I'm saying? Paper Chasers. Everybody, like, the whole Dallas Boogie Movement. Lil' Will had my Dougie, you know what I'm saying? Um, if I'm missing somebody, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to, but... The whole Dallas Boogie movement was super crazy. Uh, but I, Dallas didn't embrace it though, it was crazy. I was just
1: gonna say that. Why do you feel personally that the movement was not really able to take off the ground like it was supposed to?
0: I feel like uh, Dallas felt like, at the time, I feel like Dallas felt like it was friendly. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like the Dallas people, they didn't really like it, but to the world, it's like, this is what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? But. I mean, a lot of people capitalized off of it, you know what I'm saying? Like some of them producers, uh, some of those main people who was on the song. Shout out to old boy Prince. Uh, he got a new group called C4S. they going crazy in Dallas right now. Mm-hmm. Um, people like Rainwater. He was booking everybody, booking all them Dallas artists, um, you know,
1: now we gotta get into your journey as a DJ. Yeah. And I know when I <laughs> when I first met you, yeah. you uh well you did OMB Blood Bass, Everybody Eats Festival. Shout out to her, man. Yeah. That's that's the one.
0: Blood Bass super underrated. Bro, she, we could
1: have a whole we could have a whole two-hour yeah. conversation yeah. about like she one of them ones though. <sighs> yeah, for
0: real.
1: She really that. She really one of them ones. Niggas don't know she really that. She like really she one really one. that. But with that being said, when I first met you, I don't remember exactly who you were DJing for at the time. Were you already DJing for Mo3 or yeah. you were already DJing for Mo3? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the journey with that and your whole journey with DJing.
0: So with DJing, I mean, I really, I pretty much came, um, came up as a DJ throughout my college career. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I went to Sam Houston State, uh, SHSU. is like an hour north of Houston. Um, I was in a group. Called Super Team. It was uh like DJs, MCs. We had people to handle our business and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what I'm saying? At the time, I was just an MC, so I would just walk around all the parties on the mic, screaming, <laughs> doing my thing. We had pool yeah. parties, homecoming parties, spring fest parties, and stuff like that. So uh. As everybody graduated, I was pretty much like the second to the youngest. As everybody graduated, I kept taking on, you know, everybody's roles. So if you was a DJ and you graduated, I became the DJ. If you was a graphic designer, then, I be, you know what I'm saying, I started doing, I started taking on all the roles that everybody had when they left. And then DJing stuck with me. And then, it, you know, it just really just, that's how you get a little to DJ, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying?
1: So. so how exactly did you find your love for music and even DJing?
0: Man, to be
1: honest with you, I
0: always loved music. Like as a kid, like I was one of those kids, I had karaoke machines and I always had like a computer with some type of software back when um, Sony Acid was out, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I always had a love for really like radio and stuff like that. So I always wanted to do something with the music. I never knew that it would end, result to this, but I mean, it all worked out for sure.
1: <laughs> Man, talk about your grind in your early days. What did that look like for you? early days like uh like when I would say like college all the way until your name started getting around Texas yeah
0: I mean the grind was pretty much like super consistent you know what I'm saying like when I was an artist like fully 100% artist I was helping other artists wait you were an artist yeah why I didn't know that I mean I got some songs as you probably know (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so now we got to... Okay, all right, yeah. I'm gonna let you finish.
0: <laughs> but yeah, when I, was a, uh, when I was a 100% artist, I was helping other artists, uh, you know, get their music out, you know what I'm saying? So at the time, like, Worldstar was big, so I would go, uh, like, you know what I'm saying, go out here and go to these different, like, meetings and different conventions and stuff, like, core DJs and stuff. Or I would look up online, like, you know what I'm saying, what's the booking number that is, or how can I get on Worldstar? And um, that's just an example but back then I was helping people get on blogs and stuff like that so over time you know I just kept those relationships but I mean the grind like me grinding like it was it was crazy like I was helping other artists I was doing shows I was you know what I'm saying like putting together shows even when I wasn't a DJ I was putting together events and parties like as a team so I did like a whole bunch of team parties um, I did a lot I did a lot. It ain't, it ain't pretty, like, I had merch with my name on it. I sold merch in college. Um, I sold snacks. I did a whole bunch of stuff growing up, you know what I'm saying, and coming up as a DJ, but all of that just helped me, you know what I'm saying, ultimately become the person that I am today.
1: Right, and would you, well, is it safe to say that when it comes to DJing, you gotta cross network?
0: Yeah. I mean, if you—it just depends because some DJs they really just—they just, just want to go in a club and play music. But you know, I'm one of those DJs. You can come to me, um, and I can put your event together. I can book you as an artist. I'm gonna play your song. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna tell people about you. Like I'm super outspoken, so I do. I do a lot more than just DJing. You know what I'm saying? I'm a super dot connector. You know what I'm saying? So.
1: So in your early days of DJing, what are some lessons that you had to learn quickly?
0: Uh, you can't please you can't please everybody you can't please everybody because when you why you DJing they going can you hold my jacket can you do this can you play this song <laughs> um, can you can you tell this car they blocking me in like as a DJ you got the power you know what I'm saying like you got to control the narrative
1: when you was first starting out was it overwhelming with the requests that you receive at the Hell DJ nah. booth
0: Cause I was already MC so I'm I'm good at talking like mm-hmm. if 500 people walking here right now like I can start MC and I don't even need no 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 turntables or controllers you know what I'm saying so
1: dang that's crazy man yep. so what would you say was like really your core motivation for pursuing this career full-time DJ I mean so to be honest with you I went
0: to college when I went to college I went to college not to graduate. I went to college to to get a fan base for my for my rapping career, and I was just gonna leave. Like my plan was just to leave. I ended up staying and started getting. I found out about like fast food and stuff like that, and I was like, damn, I'm gonna get this this money every semester. Hell yeah, I'm gonna stay. But uh, my motivation, man, really just like where I come from. Like you know, I was already in it, so it's like I ain't finna start something and not finish it. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like. Man, my, my people struggling back home, so it's like, I got to do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I ended up graduating. So I got my degree in PR and advertising.
1: You know what? I definitely saw the graduation. Yeah. I said, I know that's right, Zach. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, uh, but, yeah, really just the poverty, man. Like, where I come from, like, you know, it was it's, it's real super, super rough. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I was one of those kids. Like, we stayed in the suburbs in Cedar Hill, but license shit was getting cut off still. You know what I'm saying? Shit wasn't adding up, but, you know. Right. Still trying to get there
1: today. So, as a Texas DJ, yeah. how long will you say it takes?
0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries, so yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: For a record that's from outside of Texas to come into the actual clubs in Texas, S-
0: super quick. Yeah yeah, it's super quick. See, Texas is so big, like Atlanta, somebody from Atlanta can go to Texas and they can start getting five, ten thousand, fifteen thousand 15,000 a show. But if you get that hot in Texas off the meat rack, they ain't even gonna respect you, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna take, like, really, Dallas and Houston, that's two totally different worlds. It's like left and right, like, you know what I'm saying? Like people- There are a million apps out there, but how many of them deliver alcohol? <laughs> and how many of those have a sweet bear logo? Exactly. Which is why you should try Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With
1: Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. Let's see your flashlight app do that. Download the Drizzly app or
0: go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. People in Dallas, it's people that's hot in Dallas right now that people in Houston DJs will never know. Never know. They may know them or see them on the, on the internet, but they ain't playing that music for sure, for sure. it was a rap. And it's the same thing in, in for, you know what I'm saying, vice versa. But outside, mu- outside, uh, outside music from, that's not from Texas, it gets played like damn there immediately. Like as soon as it go hot, get hot. It gets played, and really it's because, like, Atlanta, Mississippi, Alabama, all of this stuff is, like, super close. Mm-hmm. You drive two, three hours in, in Texas, you still in Texas. Right. You can drive two, three hours east, north, south, or west here, and you're going to be in a whole other state. So the music, music travel faster, you know what I'm right. I mean, saying, out here.
1: And I know earlier when we were talking before the interview, you kind of spoke on how some DJs may be scared to, like, play some outside music and bring it into the Texas clubs. Yeah, yeah. So just talk about that a little bit. <sighs>
0: I mean, shout out to the DJs that like paved the way, you know what I'm saying, like even going all the way back, like OG Run, C, yeah. like with those, uh, fuck action tapes and shit like that. But like, DJs like DJ Chose, EXO, uh, those are, those are pre- predominant DJs mm-hmm. in the Texas market who, they went against the grain, you know what I'm saying, and so they went against the grain so much that they music actually worked, you know what I'm saying? So. I'm one of those DJs, you know what I'm saying? Like I go against the grain, like I'm playing your music. If you start rapping today or tomorrow, you send me your song, I'm gonna take a chance on you at one o'clock. Soon as I, after I'm done playing Lil Baby, I'm gonna play your song. <laughs> See, a lot of DJs are so scared to do that because they don't want to get fired. That's really all they got, you know what I'm saying? But me, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm eating from so, so many different ways. It's like, I can care, care less about getting fired. I've gotten fired from damn near, over like 20 clubs.
1: What did you get fired for?
0: Shit, for not playing the right music. Like, I'm playing what I want to play.
1: Dang, so they really be clocking it. Hell
0: yeah. Like, bro, you, you come to Houston in a prime time. I ain't, I ain't going to say no names, but if you come to a prime time Houston club, you're not going to hear certain music. I guarantee. You're going to hear nothing but Lil Baby and Thug, Gunner, all of that. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. some of these DJs are scared, but, you know, like I say, shout, salute to the ones that that or art, the art breaking music mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and salute to the ones who trying and then for those who ain't trying it's like you know you got to try something new wow <laughs>
1: so i would say like those are the risks that you've been taking like, yeah i've
0: been taking that risk though right wow. what's the worst that can happen
1: <laughs> no but that's real though because it's like you truly like when it comes to oh. music you truly never know until you try it like you just gotta Trust and believe. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, I believe in this track. I think it might go crazy in the yeah. club. Let's test it out. Yeah. Wow. So when you did get fired, were you a little discouraged? Like, damn, I was just trying to have. I fun. turned up. <laughs> what? I turned up.
0: I turned all the way
1: up. And speaking of turns up, when would you say you personally realized? Like, dang, I'm really starting to buzz out throughout the streets. <sighs>
0: i say, like, towards the end of my college career, mm-hmm. an artist offered me, like, $2,500 to uh, to promote his music. And I was like, $2,500? That was, like, dinner all I had. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, uh, yeah, like, when somebody paid me that much, I was like, yeah. And I, and I, but I knew it wasn't me just DJing. I knew it was my grind, the way, you know what I'm saying? Because I, mm-hmm. I, I, I was so hand-to-hand. Like, I was a guy in college. Like, I would skip class. I would go... I, was go, I would go have a sign to say my name or whatever, whatever party, whatever event I'm promoting, and I would go have girls hold it on the middle of the yard and have them take pictures in it. I put it on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. But I did that so, so much that it worked for all my parties to get people out. I transitioned it over to artists and the music. Artists started seeing me do that, you know what I'm saying? So,
1: Right. So you yeah. was doing marketing, to, marketing yourself yeah, heavy yeah. as I mean, hell.
0: I'm hands on, for sure, for sure. Boom so, gang.
1: Boot Gang actually did a video to one of your songs and it ended up going viral. Yeah. So talk about that.
0: Uh, man, I got a song called Shake That Ass When No Music. It's a super, super, super college twerk song. It's been going for like four years. But yeah, Boot Gang, I never even met Boot Gang be- before, but he uh, made some little sex tape, went viral, <laughs> got his Instagram deleted, and my song was playing in the background
1: oh wow yeah, so, so this is a sex tape this is
0: a sex tape boot game wild. Boot game was wild.
1: <laughs> this was definitely during his wild days this
0: was definitely during his wild days oh yeah. my god
1: how did you find out that it was on there
0: i mean i was sleeping i woke up and everybody was like bro you're famous and this this and that. i'm like what the hell is going on but
1: yeah it was it was it was wild now let's talk about your dynamic with Mo3 because you were his DJ for a very long time. Yeah. So just speak about y'all's dynamic, how it even came about, and his legacy throughout Dallas.
0: Yeah. Uh, with Mo3, man, I mean, pff, shout out to Rainwater, he, he plugged everything up. I've been doing Rain for a long, super long time, that's his manager, uh, but man. I don't even know where to start with Mo3. God. He- we did so much, and we made so much history mm-hmm. so fast, and it was like, you know, when I, when Rainwater added me to the equation, um, I really just, you know what I'm saying, I put the put the fuel on the fire and shit. Made every, everything that he already had going on, I really just amplified it, to be honest with you, you know what I'm saying, from the graphics to, you know what I'm saying, the shows, his energy, you know what I'm saying? He was freestyling, we'll be in a car riding, listen to music, freestyling, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'll put them on new music, you know what I'm saying? So.
1: And the song Outside that is still playing all throughout the clubs to this day, man. Talk about your dynamic with that song and the uh, part that you played in creating that.
0: So the song was already made. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Dude had already made the song, but you know, I actually reintroduce the song to mo three i kept playing a song over and over we had so many shows we was on the road three four days out of the week you know what i'm saying so as i'm playing as i'm driving or rainwater will be driving i'm playing this song constantly 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 and you know it just became a song that really like kind of like in our playlist you know what i'm saying right. and um over time you know he end- eventually ended up asking me for it and i had already hit Bobby, you know what I'm saying, and ask him, you know what I'm saying, hey bro, send me this verse, because at the time I was working for 1501, which I still do, but I was working for a lot of different labels, you know what I'm saying, so I could have sent that, that verse to anybody, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but I told Bobby, like, hey, you know what I'm saying, like, I ain't gonna make no promises, but I already kind of had it in my head, like, I'm gonna give this to Mo3, you know what, right. what I'm saying, so by the time I got the open verse, Mo3 got to liking it, he did it, he went in the kitchen, and it was pretty much a rap, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, I, de- I definitely orchestrated that song, and definitely was a, a super big influence, you know what I'm saying, over it. Shout out to Rainwater though, cause he he the one that really just pushed it, you know, after Mo3 died, but he the one that pushed it for it to come out.
1: So. Right, and um, when, you know, Dallas lost Mo3, I would say that that was a big hit. Like yeah. that was a big loss because people on the outside, I think that was when people were starting to get to know, like he hot, like he going crazy. And it's just like, boom, like, yeah. He was gone he was so extremely talented yeah man yeah and he had that church voice yeah. like you could, you could
0: feel it it was different you could it came from the soul like the bottom
1: man i would say i fell in love with him when he did that uh when he did see air Cier- uh that cover to see eras yeah. and i That shit was so crazy man
0: man three never made it to the porch though so i'm doing this for him too for sure for sure
1: and with you you know being right along his side in what ways would you say that you keep his memory alive throughout the city and even outside of texas
0: i mean everywhere i go like on all my big really everywhere i go like you know I, i i still have his set the set that we always did our mo 3 set, I still got that in my laptop, so for all my big gigs and stuff, oh, yeah, we lighting it up, and I'm making everybody say mo 3, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely, like, a part of my set. His music is always a part of my set, you know what I'm saying? But he, st- he got, like, a few more albums he's about to drop also that we're going to drop, you know what I'm saying? So,
1: oh, wow, really? Yeah.
0: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ooh. The last project, you know, he um, was already, you know what I'm saying, gone by then, but that came out after that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it went platinum. Yeah, so.
1: I would say, now, when it comes to being a DJ, what are some major challenges that you can experience along the way? <sighs>
0: What you mean, like as far as like just being a DJ? Yes. <laughs> like man, you a DJ. It's like you gotta you gotta compete with other DJs. Like especially like in a big city where I'm at, it's like you are gonna have some challenges because it ain't gonna be like peaches and cream, you know what I'm saying? So um, you gotta you gotta keep the work coming, you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, you gotta stay loaded with your music, you know what I'm saying? Like. A lot of DJs, like, they get so caught up, and if you're DJing four or five times a week, you ain't even updating your music, you know what I'm saying? So, a lot of DJs, like, that's why I beat a lot of DJs at, because all I do is download music. I'm listening, searching, looking for new music.
1: At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: You know what I'm saying? I may just take your ad-libs and put it with a, a future song and then add that to a Mo3 song that came out within his first two years and add that to a, a the song. Like, my mix is crazy, you know what I'm saying? So... But Whoa. as a DJ, yeah. I
1: would say that's how you know a DJ is called. If they get that mixing right, because yeah. I heard that's like the hardest thing is mixing.
0: Yeah. yeah, and it's like how you present it. You know what I'm mean? saying? You can play a song from the very beginning or you can play it from, you got cue points, you got sound effects, <laughs> so,
1: you know what I'm mean? saying? Now, in your perspective, what type of sounds are keeping the clubs hot right now?
0: Oh, uh, pretty uh, a lot of sounds. You got the, the Atlanta trap sound. You got, um, obviously, like the club, um, the jigging, like you got your B-King type of sound. Um, B-King is super huge for those who don't know.
1: B-King yeah. is going cra- To see him at yeah. the level that he, he was to crazy. now, he is going fucking crazy. Like yep. we was twerking to B-King yeah. at the skating. <laughs> at it's the- like,
0: people don't even understand, but it's like, man, this music is timeless. This music is timeless.
1: He makes the best twerk. Shout him out and to DJ, B King. Yeah. yeah, shout out to him. Like him and DJ I, Cho. I
0: definitely was a, a, a part of a few of his records, and you know, I actually went on tour with B King way before then leave. So,
1: yeah. I know y'all got some crazy tour stories. uh somewhat <laughs> <laughs> to no.
0: myself.
1: No, I know, but I'm saying like B King is definitely one of the ones. I'm so. I am so glad to see, like, the artists that, you know, we've been listening to forever that have been putting out that work finally get the recognition. Yep. That's how it be. Now, we got to go back into it because you are now Black Youngsters DJ. Yep. So how in the world did this opportunity come about for you?
0: Black Youngster? man. Um... I've said in several interviews but man i i i met black youngster through a whole bunch of different people from one of my partners, his manager i met him on my own i met him through uh j prince jr uh just a whole bunch of people you know what i'm saying but his manager uh twenty five riches he's a super big uh executive producer, but um he kind of like reintroduced me to him, and then that's how we it all got linked up.
1: Now, how would you describe you and black youngsters' dynamic when y'all work together? Oh, it's
0: crazy. Oh, it's crazy. My energy, <laughs> see, he, he think he can keep up with me. He think he's smarter than me.
1: Right. He think he,
0: he, think he can match my energy. But when we get on stage, we, we go crazy.
1: Man, I, I gotta see this. Like yeah. I wanna I gotta go to a show and witness this first hey, We got the show
0: in Atlanta coming up in like two weeks.
1: Oh, I'm there. You ain't there. I swear. You to ain't I... outside. No, I You ain't outside. Zach, I'm telling you, bro, okay. I'm there. We hear
0: that two too.
1: Good to see where... you. We don't know what Hey, that
0: Well we got some new music though. Listen. Receipts. We kept the receipts. For all the haters, you gotta keep your receipts. You gotta keep your receipts.
1: Period. And you also not only do you work with black youngster, you are also you also work with CMG the to label too. Yeah. So just talk about what you do with them and how
0: I mean, like, you know, CMG Heavy Camp, Heavy Camp CMG is pretty much the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kinda just, you know, with Twenty Five Riches, which is a Jew manager, he pretty much like do bookings for pretty much everybody, you know what I'm saying? So working with CMG, that just came along with working with Heavy Camp and You know really really just be filling in you know what i'm saying for whatever is needed you know what i'm saying so
1: now talk about your inside work that you do for artists and helping them get signed to labels
0: yeah um
1: i do a lot of inside work
0: (laughs) from like distro setting up your distro to you know i'm saying setting up your sound exchange um if you got a song going or i see your songs spiking in a particular area like i know what to do as a you know what i'm saying like on the admin side to Make sure. Okay, cool, man. This time I'm going on, on on in Fort Worth. Maybe we need to tackle these Fort Worth DJs and get on this. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the situation is. But I definitely sit at the table with a lot of artists. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, pff, trust me.
1: Hey, but real quick, can we talk about the Fort Worth music scene? Cause they they that Fort Worth Fort, Fort Worth got a they got a decent music scene for sure. They definitely do. Yeah. Like sure, I. I so at, uh,
0: Bugatti casino. Mm. <laughs> they crazy. <laughs> yeah, Bugatti. Well, Bugatti. Uh, he definitely building the brand over there for sure. mm Mhm. Yeah.
1: Now, as a tour DJ. Woo! Get on that road. <laughs> you finna go. You finna go on the road with no cap too. Yeah, I got like I got like four days with no cap. Listen, yeah. what is it like being
0: a tour DJ? As a tour DJ, you just gotta be prepared for whatever. Your flight may get delayed. You may get left. The fly, uh, show may get rescheduled. You may walk up there and it, you may have, uh, like, I can use controller, a controller or a vinyl. That's the type of DJ equipment. But you might walk up there and it may, it may be no equipment.
1: Oh God! <laughs> what do you do if there's no equipment? Uh, um, if there's
0: no equipment, well, my lap, I got my laptop set up to where I can still like mix music without. Any equipment, so I can just use like a ox or anything. Like you got a tour DJ, you gotta be prepared for whatever. I ain't a lot to you.
1: I feel like with tour DJs, man, was, I don't,
0: I don't walked into venues where it's like literally been like a super 1980 speaker. A now,
1: 1980 speaker.
0: 1990.
1: 1990.
0: <laughs> the speaker was all oh, it was busted and disgusted.
1: Dang, and I feel like it's, like, you got to figure it out. Got to figure it out. Because if you don't, you're going to get blamed, like. They're going to blame it on you. we. Because you
0: got different type of tours. Like, you got, like, venue tours, and you got, mm-hmm. like, club tours. Like, so.
1: Woo, I feel like that that tour DJ life, that's the one yeah. that you got. when you at
0: big venues, mm-hmm. the, the most that could probably happen is, like, you walk in, and it. it the, the equipment, like your controller or something, not, not be compatible to whatever they got, like the home rig, so, yeah.
1: What's yeah. like the craziest thing you've had to experience as a tour DJ?
0: Bro, you already know what I'm about to say.
1: Wait, no I don't, wait, what you Yes. Doing? What?
0: Laptop going completely
1: black. During a set? Yes. Bro, what? what
0: yes.
1: Happened?
0: yes. <laughs> what happened? Man, I'm DJing. I'm somewhere in Arkansas. I don't know where this was at, but man, it was like four thousand people, super packed. Uh, I was with mo three at the time and shit. My laptop just went black. Yeah, yeah. But like I say, as a tour DJ, you gotta be expected. I mean, you gotta you gotta expect anything. You know what I'm saying? Because.
1: So when it went black, did y'all have to like, completely stop the show, or? Hell no, nah,
0: he kept going.
1: He kept going,
0: acapella. Period. You must ain't never went to a MO3 show.
1: I haven't been to a 3 like
0: show. a church choir going word for word. Never, what? Everybody ain't your friends, everybody ain't your partner. That pussy got me like, oh, 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 <laughs> I apologize. And I, what? You don't know this? It's been a long time coming, come on. You really disappoint me right now. I'm sorry.
1: It's yeah, like, I cro- I it's, like it's like, it's like, re- it's
0: like rehearsing. Like you like sing along.
1: But the thing is, like I said, with that church voice that he had, the yeah. way he could project, he could do stuff like that. Everybody can't yeah. do, you know, if some people, if the computer go black, like this, yeah. <laughs> stop the show. Yeah, I ain't gonna
0: lie Mo three we he, he was going for a cool 20, 20 minutes.
1: Just straight acapella. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Dang man, now outside. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac, or drop
0: a crispy fry between the car seats, or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip.
1: It was just a really long drive. Bada up, ba At participating in McDonald's. Out of all of the things you got going on, you also have your own business ventures. So yeah. let's talk about that. Man, I.
0: It ain't nothing too major, you know what I'm saying? Uh-uh, like, don't do that. I, yes, got a, I, got a, I got a few, you know what I'm saying, business ventures from Airbnbs to uh, – I, I got, like, some uh, birthday yard signs. I got I got two locations, one in Dallas and Houston. So um, definitely trying to, you know what I'm saying, keep venturing out and do more, you know what I'm saying?
1: So. And also, I know that you play a huge part in working with local artists. So just speak on yeah. the importance of, you know – taking it back home and make sure that you tap in with whoever in the city.
0: Yeah, Um, I I pretty much pride myself in being like the first DJ to like actually give a local artist a chance, you know what I'm saying? So from Dallas to Houston to Austin, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm one of those DJs, like that's why I say I'm the hottest DJ in Texas because there's no other DJ that can go from Austin to Houston to Dallas. Like I was in Dallas this morning. I'm, I'm in Atlanta right now, finna go back to Dallas and then go to Houston, you know what I'm saying? So... But on a smaller scale, like, it's artists from Beaumont, Texas. It's artists from uh, East Texas, Waco. You know what I'm saying? You got artists from Madisonville, Free Money Dicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Kenny B from Beaumont. You know what I'm saying? Like, these artists, like, these artists got super big songs to where they don't even like, they don't get played in Dallas and Houston, but I give them a chance and I give them, it's like I give them hope. You know what I'm saying? So, but the music jam for sure. They doing, they streaming and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like they from a big city. So I stay tapped in with the local artists for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying?
1: Do you feel like um, playing local artists, well, adding local artists in the shit, sorry. Do you feel like including local artists into the DJ sets in the club is like a lost art now?
0: Hell yes. You wanna know who's perfect at that? Who? Louisiana. The whole state of Louisiana. The whole... Man, look, if you ever go to a club in Louisiana, I promise you, you will not hear... You gonna hear some regular music like Gotti, Baby, mm-hmm. Dirk, all of them people, stuff like that. But I'm telling you right now, you are gonna, gonna hear a whole lot of Youngboy, for show for show. But in Louisiana... Man, shout out to uh, DJ Woody. Man, I'm trying to tell you. Look, in Louisiana, all they do is play their local artists. It's like in Texas... In other places, man, Louisiana got everybody beat. That's why they got the biggest artists. They got Gates, Youngboy, Wayne.
1: Boosie, Webby. Boosie, Webby. Dang, you know what's crazy? I always talk about that because yeah. Louisiana really birthed like the yeah. biggest artists. I'm telling you,
0: I, I done went to, to Coco Pillars with with Bebe and mo 3 before, man. I'm telling you, like for a whole hour straight, uh, all you hear is just nothing but local music and really longer than that they play local music like it's like they breathe local music but it's like you can't get other places to do that you know what I'm saying but it's all cool though you know what I'm saying so but that's, why that's I- what make me
1: unique exactly. and, and different about what I do you know what I'm saying so. exactly man Woo! so Zach yeah. a man of many what is next for you what's next for me
0: uh, man I got a new uh, I got a new song coming out Round around featuring Lil Earl, Lil Earl going crazy on TikTok. I
1: know exactly who that is. Yeah,
0: Lil Earl going crazy on TikTok. Oh, also uh, C4S, Unique, and Gigi's on there. Mhm. Um, Black youngster got a new project coming out. By the time this come out, it'll it'll be out. Uh, Fuck everybody for life, for life. Uh, what else? I got some I got some some beats because i I'm, I'm a producer too. So I got some placements that's gonna come out super big. Oh, super, super big. Yes.
1: Hey, you got some little you got some little plaques up in this producer thing. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. No, uh, I actually all
0: my plaques really came from just me like breaking records, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'll all s i am saying i all got six plaques. Um B King didn't leave, Erica Banks Busted, Mo 3, Broken Love, Gold and Platinum, um Megan Thee Stallion, big old freak. Mo three
1: outside okay these are all the records that like kind of culture reset especially with meg's big old freak mm-hmm. that ugh, i ain't never heard me and i got
0: a, i got a, i got another one actually finna come sooner than later
1: but yeah can you talk about that one where I, <laughs> I ain't gonna
0: talk about that one but it ain't, it ain't nobody from texas for sure
1: hey okay so i want to ask your perspective on this and if you don't want to talk about it we definitely don't have to but a lot of people say that Erica Banks' sound is similar to Meg, but I don't hear it. Hell no! Nah. Who said that? It's always on Twitter. They're always like, the oh, she's- The Flow she, Queen?
0: She, we talking about the Flow Queen. Baby,
1: like, she trying to sound like Meg. She want to be like Meg. And I think it's because she probably is signed to 1501, yeah. but there is no similarities with Hell Erica nah. Banks or Meg The Style,
0: they, they They caterance is too totally, Megan is like, commercial party music Erica is she flowing like I can't even I can't even Erica hard she got some shit she put the, the way she put her shit and her work ethic is crazy too mm-hmm. but yeah I was I was there from beginning to now still with Erica like we just I was just with Erica last night yeah,
1: so. yeah, she definitely, I will say that Erica Banks, she definitely, when it comes to flowing, like, she can, yeah. she could go crazy for sure. Yeah. Another person that I be thinking about, too, is Asian Dog. Like, yeah. Asian Dog, people don't know that Asian Dog can really, like... Yeah, Asian Dog got some shit,
0: though. Shout out to Jay Allen, though. Like, I'm really, like, it's a lot of people, bro, like, that I'm super, like, I've, at some point, I've been a part of their success or a part of their story. Like, mm-hmm. my my influence has been spread out within so many artists, you know what I'm saying, from Asian Dog to Lil' Jeremy, Libra Jolie, um, Sally Sosa, Erica Banks, um, so many people, bro. So many artists, you know what I'm saying? So.
1: And just in your eyes, what do you feel like could be a little better with the way that DJing is right now?
0: The DJing is right now, man, if the DJs were just, like, if they wouldn't, like, just listen, like, if DJs were actually DJ and not, like, go based off, like, what they see on Instagram and shit, I feel like it'll make it a whole lot better. Because shit be going viral, and then a D- I see a DJ playing that shit, and it's cool, mm-hmm. but it's like, people don't even really know this shit. Like, it's a huge, dis- like, it's a huge disconnection from TikTok. In the clubs and what people actually know, and people don't even under, understand that. Uh,
1: what would you say the disconnect is?
0: It just don't convert over. <laughs> it just don't convert over. You got TikTok is pretty much dominated by what like 21 and under. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So these people aren't able to stream. Like these, these are people that have SoundCloud and YouTube. These are not people that have Apple and um Apple and Spotify. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. TikTok, like I said, it just don't convert over. You know what I'm saying? You can't get a 13-year-old kid in high school who do nothing but make TikToks to request a song in a 25 and up club.
1: Uh, you know glad what I'm saying? That but that's a, whole
0: nother, that's a whole nother conversation. Like, when I say, when I talk about admin and stuff, like, I understand the dynamics of the genders and age and demographic and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. people don't understand. So you can blow up on TikTok. But it's a thousand people blew up on TikTok, but that shit just don't work in the club. Cause they don't convert over. It's a super age difference, you know what I'm saying? And now even even without age, it's just like that shit just don't work, you know what I'm saying?
1: Wow. Well, I feel like when people come and watch your interview, yeah. they will now know, okay, hey, the songs yeah. that be on TikTok, they may not work. But some
0: the club. do, like a lot of people blew off TikTok. It just mm-hmm. it just it just depends, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the people that made it off TikTok. They was already had motion going. Right. And then the people that they never had no motion with, with music and they, and they made it off TikTok, they just, it mm-hmm. struck and they had a good song, a good catchy song.
1: Wow. Okay. You dropping these little jazz right yeah, now. Yeah. This is You the cheat code. I ain't the cheat code. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but before we wrap up, do you have any last words or shout outs? Uh
0: man, shout out to my city, Dallas, Texas. I'm Dallas man. Houston paid. Uh, psh, shout out to my whole family, my mama, everybody, man. Yeah, my team. Uh, I pretty I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I got. A, I got a lot of different teams. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, you work like, with
1: everybody, like, like I got like a lot
0: of different teams. Like I got a team for this. I got a team for like strictly like online campaigns. I got a team for like booking, like mm-hmm. lavish. Shout out to lavish, Urban South. Uh. Shout out to Rainwater, 25 Riches. There's a lot of people that I work with. I work with a lot of different managers. Yeah, so. You that? Yeah. (laughs) -hmm.
1: All right. Well, it is a wrap for Zach the DJ. Lil Zach
0: the DJ. And I be like young Zach, tell me what he do, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ah! Let's get to come outside.